The Start On Demand. demand. MPI rates are going up 2.6%. That's just shy of the 2.9%. That's where I got the 2.9% from. The 2.9% Manitoba Public Insurance had initially requested. Another change MPI has been approved to make could cost parents who have registered a vehicle for their teens or child a lot of money. MPI has been given approval to switch the driver discount to be based on the person who drives the vehicle the most, not the registered owner. So today we're having coffee talking about MPI's rate increase. Shanalee Vidal is here, Kelly Moore, Jeff Braun is uh, conspicuous by his absence, and uh, behind the glass, Jerry, who set the table for us in the last segment, uh, suggesting that if uh, you're a male in Ontario under the age of 25, you want to drive a car, (laughs) you want to make sure you live at home or independently wealthy, I would suspect. Yeah, I would say so. I actually just came across this article uh, from uh, the Globe and Mail uh, from March of this year. It's saying that um, uh, in Winnipeg, a 20-year-old male with a clean driving record would pay about thirteen ninety six for a 2008 Honda Civic DX. Okay, okay reasonable. Uh, in Calgary, the same driver would pay between $2,900 and 3700 And in Toronto, the bill would be... Four thousand two thirty nine to nine thousand two hundred and seventy. Oh my god! And what is the reason for that? Because they can charge that, and it's the propensity of that age group to get into accidents. Yeah, and and what well, it's uh, interesting though, it's it's males that pay the big bucks. Uh, female drivers pay a lot less in Ontario anyway. And that's that's all thanks to actuarial math, right? And sitting down and figure out figuring out who who causes the accidents, and that's what private insurers do. They charge you based on your inherent risk. Absolutely. I've also heard that if you drive a red car in Alberta, this this was years ago, you're going to pay more for your insurance because it's red absolute, cars get into more crashes. Private insurance, they absolutely red cars. Red cars. Yeah. Well, if you have a red car, it tends to be a sports car, which means you drive it faster. Oh. They have all sorts of statistics to back up every single idiosyncrasy that they give you a surcharge for. One text uh, message here says, uh, Greg, 100 bucks a month. Or what are you driving, a golf cart? <laughs> <laughs> I have a decent license, and I pay 134 for a 99 Cavalier, and I can't afford another increase. So thank you for well, that. Well, not a 99. It's about a 2008, and I'm rounding it off. You know, it's 120 six bucks or something like that that I pay for my vehicle. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I lived in Alberta and somebody mentioned, you know, the the rates across Canada and comparing it to Alberta. I think in 1999, I was paying $89 a month for my brand new Jetta VR6 in Alberta. Was it red? No, it was blue, in (laughs) fact. And I cannot imagine that that the private insurance rates have been essentially frozen for the last 17 years. I I mean, I I, I consider, you know, in the range of 100 to 150 bucks, I know there's a 50% difference. But when you're talking about driving a vehicle and all the protections that your insurance gives you, uh, you know, I I, I think it's a reasonable amount of money to have your backside covered. Yeah, the only thing I really kind of don't like, and I know, as you've mentioned, they've done the research, so the most likely to, you know, commit the sin, so to speak, but th- there are young, cautious drivers out there, too, so they get painted with that same brush. Yep. Uh, and and I, 
I don't know. I, I I have a hard time with that. Like if if you have put yourself into that jackpot, then you certainly deserve to pay the price. But if you haven't, and you drive safely and sensibly, then to me, I, I think that's an unfair penalty. Just saying. And I don't have twenty year old kids at home, so mm-hmm, I've got, mm-hmm. I have no skin in this game whatsoever. We just got a text message here. I pay one hundred fourteen dollars a month, but I have my dad's name on my vehicle. Oh four Audi A six. It would cost me one hundred and eighty dollars if I didn't have his discount, a thirty three percent discount. When I was uh, a teenager living with my mom, uh, I had a car and she had a car, and. She could not put her name on my car because there was two people living in that household and you have two cars, therefore one car for each person. So I had to be insured that one car needed to be insured under my name. And, and that's the other thing, right, Jerry, that, that people don't realize in other jurisdictions. In Manitoba, we've had this luxury of basically you carry insurance as a licensed driver and you can drive basically whatever vehicle somebody's willing to let you drive. It's the vehicle that has the auto pack or the MPI right. on it, whereas in other jurisdictions, it's the driver that's insured, and it has to be connected to the vehicle yeah. somehow. I actually had to sign a piece of paper saying I would not drive my mom's BMW. Really? Yeah, I was not allowed to drive it. Okay. Oh. Wow. I tell you, when I hear those numbers in Ontario, driving is not a right. It is a privilege. $29 a year is not looking too bad, is it? Uh, in terms of an increase? Yeah. No, I'd say no. you're probably right. Although, once again, uh, lots of people have takes on it. Lots of people have different experiences in terms of living elsewhere. All I know is I had a friend who I lived with uh, for a few years, and every uh, year the renewal would come for the Manitoba license plate for a certain person who I knew <laughs> lived in Toronto and had been living in Toronto for five years. And her car was insured in Manitoba for. Ever. How did she pull that off? I don't know. I, I would suspect that you don't get any tickets and you don't get any into any accidents with wow. a strategy yeah. like that. <laughs> but there are people who do it. Because trust me, when you move from Alberta, I, once again, maybe somebody's had other experience. But when I moved to Alberta, it was one of the first things I did was to switch my vehicle to MPI because it was it was just so much more, uh, it was so much more cheap. So you you still had an address, though, a valid address in Manitoba at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not me. I wouldn't pull shenanigans. I'm talking about when I moved back. Oh, it was I, one okay. of the first things gotcha. I did. Yeah. Yeah. We are getting a few text messages from people saying, hey, guys, we're not... We're not near the the bottom in terms of cost. We are one of the more expensive jurisdictions. And I'm trying to find a a definitive source of information here. One article, for example, uh, looking at 2013 numbers, says in every article, Ontario is the the most expensive. Uh, In 2013, it says in Ontario, the average insurance cost for the year was uh, $1,456. And then Manitoba was in fifth place at 1057 And then another article I looked at here pointed to Manitoba, again, being the fifth most expensive at just over 1000 bucks on average with Ontario, and that's still 1450 mark. But then another one, uh, which is importantly a report from, from Deloitte, which calculated rates for the year ending March 2015, says Manitoba was... Uh, near the bottom, actually, at uh, twelve hundred bucks, whereas Ontario was fifty five hundred dollars. So I don't understand that. I guess that ties into what Jerry was talking about with the cost of uh, young males trying to get car insurance. Do you happen to know, Jerry? By the way, what it would be for a young female? Does that 
same uh, restriction no. apply? I, uh, no. Well, females cost, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, women under the age of 25 were about half the cost of uh, males. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. So Chandelier is somebody who, who typically doesn't drive a whole lot, as you've referenced before uh, during this segment, that your boyfriend does the bulk of the driving. Do you think that if you were to to drive his car more and that would and that, let's say that pushed the cost of insurance up uh would you just rather not drive at all um you know i probably i mean i need to get to work that's the thing right we, we there's no buses running at 3 30 in the morning and um technically i am driving his car because i'm driving oh. his second car which is in his name um because it's uh one of those beaten up old cars that yeah. can't get safety um <laughs> yeah you know one of those it's the beater car but and and, and uh, it's it's funny thing um I don't. I don't think I'd really have a choice. I think I would have to drive, and I think I'd have to go get a new car. And and the cost of insurance. I'm hoping it wouldn't be too bad because you know I've had my license for a few years, so I have a couple of merits. So hopefully it won't be too bad. But you got to pay what you got to pay. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, and I know we got to go here, but do you remember when we were getting three hundred bucks back every year when we were getting the refunds? I don't ever remember that. Uh, yeah. Well, you might have been away, Kelly. Nobody was complaining then too much. And uh, guess what happens when uh, the big insurance companies in Toronto and New York make a lot of money? They keep it. They don't give it back. The Start On Demand is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.